God is saying, I don't want you to change and be something that you aren't. I want you to be who you are created to be, not who technology is manipulating you to be. Counterfeit stimulation and social pressures are wearing us out in a year where robust spiritual life skills are going to be needed. Thanks for joining us on Life Journeys, a podcast about thriving through the worst pain that life brings. With global initiatives threatening big changes to our way of life, we're going to need to activate Jesus' words about mountain-moving faith. Words That Work is the ongoing series on life journeys that is rooted in releasing revelational words of faith that will work every time and with everyone. It's about moving the mountains that keep us from the presence and goodness of God. It's about defining our life purpose and identity through encountering Him until we have the power to move the obstacles that are destroying our liberty and hope. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusts in thee. I read an article about stress causing brain inflammation and robbing one of strength. It said learn to de-stress and stay off digital devices before bedtime. Now that's nothing new, but then the Lord kept reminding me to stay focused on him. As if he's saying, you don't have to check the robot vacuum right now. You can check the sewer line temperature later on, on the graph. Or don't worry about that pellet stove setting right now. You're spending time with me. So many times, my mind wants to engage in more input, more interesting little things. It's like an addiction that keeps a person from rest. It engages the fight-or-flight sympathetic nervous system instead of the rest-and-refresh parasympathetic mode. I love to tinker, study, to learn, as you can tell, and to invent or engineer all kinds of things, and it gets in the way of hearing and seeing God. And it gets in the way of that river of life, that healing from above. You see, God's healing often comes through wisdom in how we take care of both the body and the soul. Today's technology, along with its video games and gadgets, is a tremendous peace robber. People think it relaxes them, but that's just a long con. It so stimulates the brain and nervous system that it'll wear it out on the installment plan. It can be a counterfeit stimulant for the heart that was created to be fulfilled by the Holy Spirit. 2024 is going to be a year of great increasing pressure as we watch the American infrastructure crumble on every front. We're going to need to learn spiritual endurance skills. Spend less time in the digital dimension of man and more time in the spiritual dimension of God. Live in His world more than your world. These are some things that I wrote in my journal recently. I've learned to find a lot of accomplishment and fulfillment in embracing dig digital technology, even for a lucrative business that has sustained my family for years. I've made a lot of money by it, but it has this negative side of being an addictive replacement for the true peace and fullness of the Spirit. It has a definite element of extreme frustration, which is a peace robber, in fact, I believe it can screw up the brain and with it one's emotional well-being. 
Haven't you noticed that two people can hardly spend time alone together without being on their cell phones? They've become addicted to information stimulation. Today I sought the Lord in prayer and meditation on what He's been teaching me about being content and living in peace. I thought of the river of life deep within that Jesus spoke of. I thought of the blessing of being chosen to be near God. I remembered His being near to the brokenhearted. I thought on the present promises of the 23rd Psalm. Then I was drawn to the 34th Psalm. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I sought the Lord, and He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto Him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. Being lightened, from the Hebrew word, paints a picture of a river that is glistening with the sunlight reflecting off of it. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps round about them that fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. It starts by saying, My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. What peace and contentment there is in living to boast in the Lord instead of the alternative, seeking one's own self-image and esteem, and living to promote oneself. Boast means to be clear, to shine, to make a show, to rave, to celebrate, and to give light. It appears that such a person has great delight and tremendous admiration, love, and devotion towards God. He's such an exceedingly great reward that nothing in this world can come close to equaling or extinguishing that soul's exalting in the Lord. And God sees that heart of genuine faith. You see, that's what faith looks like. The loving kindness of God, His glory and mercy mingled together and poured out into the heart of a man will cause him to celebrate God's life as His great reward. He is the one who can say, I have seen the Lord. He's walking by the eyesight of the realities of heaven. Faith is like the sixth sense, so to speak, that is more powerful than all other five combined. Faith is the element of perception. Faith is to the heart what sight is to the eye. By faith we walk. We behold the glory of God, and we overcome. While meditating on the Word, it came to me that continuing on in the Word can bring healing to me. Divine healing isn't always being zapped like the Pentecostals used to say. It also comes when the necessary corrections to the heart and soul are made. It began to seem as if God was encouraging me to accept more healing by being more steeped in His Word and more at rest. We just don't quite work right in our body 
when the soul is lagging behind and languishing in the world more than the word. The Lord seemed to say, Your inner man will reflect my nature more than yours when you are filled with my word more than you are full of yourself. Ouch. You see, we can keep battling the flesh and seeking the truth about deliverance by God's grace and revelation, but until the life of Christ is allowed to displace our carnal life, the battle will rage relentlessly until we're just too worn out to continue. And again, with what 2024 is bringing, we're going to need to learn to stay strong. Start feeding your brain and your soul a nutrient-rich food instead of junk food. Engage your mind in that which satisfies and nourishes, for the bread of heaven is what you were created to thrive on. The psalmist says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I remember Jesus saying, If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. He that believes on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. I thought of this verse and promise in light of a soul boasting in celebration of the amazing grace and goodness of God. I question myself about such believing that Jesus is talking about here. Do I have a river of life flowing within? If not, is there a deficiency in my faith in Jesus? I believe that I can grow much deeper than I have already grown, for sure. I believe there's a stunning revelation of the loving kindness, the said of God's grace that can just devour the soul of a man with love for him. He is so much more tender-hearted than we realize. He has so much more love for us than we can imagine. Over the years, I've noticed people who seem crippled by the fear of the Lord through mingling with demonic condemnation to such a degree that they've missed God's love and being chosen to live in His glory. I want to be so carried away in the majesty of God's loving kindness that the river of life by the Holy Spirit becomes unstoppable. The wellspring of life has been capped off way too long for many of us, I fear. And why has this happened? Why? We didn't understand that God's chastening and life refining through times of testing was not His disgust with our many failings. We didn't realize that our carnal elements can never diminish the flood of the Holy Spirit's love for us. We've just been deflecting most of God's amazing grace. We've not traveled well the pathways of tension between the holiness of God and the grace of God. Utter humility and surrender is the only legitimate trail to follow. If there's any understanding, any revelation of this tension, it's seen in the fact that the majestic holiness of God causes him to go to the uttermost reaches of intercession and sacrifices of patience as his grace reaches out to rescue us if at all possible. The cross openly declares the appeasement of holy wrath by sacrificial love. God has provided himself with the answer. 
to his holy call. You see, God's holy love doesn't say, I want you to change and I want you to be something that you're not. God's love says, I want you to be who you were created to be. It's learning to accept the gracious, majestic identity that was intended for us before the fall. It's who you were before sin entered. It's being washed of the stains. It's God saying, I want you to see and believe who you really are, chosen to sit with me in my throne as kings and priests, royal sons and daughters bearing the image which you were given at birth, the new birth into your destiny. This is what will delight you in the Lord. This is my soul making her boast in the Lord. This is the greater reality which is seen by the greater organ of vision, the eyes of faith. This is something that is true no matter what the bodily reality says, for it transcends physical, temporary dimensions that will one day give way to the spiritual eternal dimensions. This is his healing word. This is the contentment that overpowers this world's trials, ambitions, and failures. You can unlock the presence of God in your life. There are revelation principles that remove the mountains, keeping us from joy, hope, peace, and purpose when our world gets turned upside down. Look for these words that work with Pastor Hardica as he shares what has helped him when life got hard. And don't forget to check out his book, The Fortress and the Firebrand, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Thanks for listening to Life Journeys. Find new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. And if you're new to this series, it begins with the September 16th episode. I believe there's a stunning revelation of the loving kindness that has said, of God's grace that can just devour the soul of a man with love for him. He is so much more tender-hearted than we realize. He has so much more love for us than we can imagine.